Heavenly Father, we ask that you would give us your wisdom, that we may love you more and more. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you've ever watched the sound of music, then you'll probably remember the moment when Maria is teaching the children how to sing. The song, which I'm not going to sing tonight, uh, goes on about do, a, dear, choir on the ball, so maybe they'll sing it after the final hymn. A female dear, and, and so on it goes. But before they get to the song itself, they first hear these lines. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. When you read, you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. Before they start into the intricate harmonies and the parts and all the rest they need to get the basics of singing by starting at the very beginning they can then move on to everything else after that this Lent uh, we're going to learn from God's wisdom in the book of Proverbs and over the next few weeks we'll uh, see what God says about relationships, about at work, about our use of the tongue and laziness and all sorts of things. But before we get to those, we need to start at the very beginning. Where is it that wisdom begins? What are the baby steps of being wise? Most of the book of Proverbs are standalone at two liners. There's, uh, uh, most of the book is like that. There's some favourite ones. And of course I can't find it now. Ah, there's one. Uh, 21.19. There are some humorous ones. It is better to live in a desert land than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. <laughs> Little standalone one-liners like that. Things that stand out. And they're collected together. It's sometimes hard to see any rhyme or reason to their order. It's as if they were just all put on bits of paper and gathered up together in whatever order. They come in. There are some by Solomon. There are some by King Lemuel and Eger and others. It's a bit like a box of chocolates before anyone else has got into them. You don't know what you'll pick out. Whether it's a nutty one or a strawberry cream or a... I'm sorry if you've given up chocolate for Lent, by the way, but um, it's that kind of idea. Lots of different themes and topics, and you'll find something as you read through to catch your eye and to chew over and to think, well, what is that all about? So as I say, most of Proverbs is like that. 
But the start of Proverbs is a sustained discussion. Chapters 1 to 9 are the words of instruction and teaching passed on from a father to a son. So for example in our second reading from chapter 3, the very first words of chapter 3 are my son, do not forget my teaching. And through chapters 1 to 9 you get my son, my son, my son. It's a constant uh, little lesson uh, from father to son. Solomon is teaching his son, he's training him for life, he's praising wisdom and warning about folly. But even before that, we get the purpose of the book of Proverbs in chapter 1, 1 to 7, our first reading. Here is what it's all about. It's about wisdom, instruction, understanding, prudence and guidance. Everyone is in view. Look at at verse 4. To give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise hear and increase in learning. So whatever you think of yourself, whether you think that you're foolish or wise, I'm sure all of us think that we're young. Well, however you think of yourself, you're being addressed here. Here is wisdom to make you wiser. To grow in knowledge and insight. The school is open, if you will, but come and learn. The um, further education colleges are big on promoting lifelong learning and as I drove into Enniskillen the other day I saw the the sign for their open day in what would have been the tech at one time but it's now the Southwest College and they have lots of different courses to suit all tastes and temperaments well here in Proverbs chapter 1 Solomon is interested in lifelong learning Whoever wants can come and listen and learn. But how are we going to do this? How are we going to start out in wisdom? Well the whole introduction drives to uh, the main point uh, in verse 7. Look at it with me. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Knowledge begins with the fear of the Lord. And as we heard at the start of the service from chapter 9, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. But what is The fear of the Lord. What does it look like to fear the Lord? And whenever you hear that word, whenever you hear fear of the Lord, maybe uh, we think of a a shrinking back, a a, a fearful terror. Like some people might be afraid of spiders or the dark or 
at clowns, which is a, a strange one, but people have a fear of clowns. Is that what it means to have the fear of the Lord, to run away in terror? Well, not quite. You see, when the Bible talks about the fear of the Lord, it, it's more an honouring of the Lord. Respecting him, giving God his due place and his glory. Recently, Stephen Fry made headlines because of an interview he gave to Gay Byrne, which went out on RTE, I think it was a, a couple of weeks ago. In the interview, he describes God as being an evil, capricious, monstrous maniac. He says that God is evil. Now, Stephen Fry is a celebrity intellectual. He is prized for his intelligence and he has. At that TV program, QI, in which he displays his superior intelligence to all these celebrities who go on it. And yet Solomon says that Stephen Fry hasn't even started in true wisdom. That he hasn't got going with true knowledge. For all his brains, for all his intelligence, he's actually a fool. He despises wisdom and instruction from God. He thinks that he knows better than the one who made him. As we launch into this time of Lent, as we listen into God's wisdom, we're challenged straight away by the attitude of our heart. Will we bow before the Lord in fear and awe? Or will we carry on thinking that we can become wise by ourselves in isolation from God? The fear of the Lord, what it actually looks like is pictured for us in what might just be the most famous verses from Proverbs. In chapter 3 in our second reading tonight. These words were quoted at our wedding. And they may have been used at yours as well. Verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make straight your paths. Do you see how that fits with the fear of the Lord? How it fits with true wisdom? You bow before the Lord. You don't lean on your own understanding. What you make of things yourself. You acknowledge him. You depend on him. And that displays this fear, this respect for the Lord. Because to do the opposite, to uh, do the opposite of uh, Proverbs 3 is to be like the little child who 
that wants to do everything for themselves. Only to realise after the mess has been made that actually they're not quite capable themselves. So often we can set out, we think we can sort it out ourselves, we think we have all the answers, but then discover that things aren't just as straightforward as we first thought. When we get to that point, Will we keep going, getting more and more tangled up? Or will we confess our weakness, confess our folly, and turn to God for his wisdom? Perhaps you're facing something right now. The way ahead seems... So cloudy, it's uh, hard to know where to turn or what to do. Solomon urges us to seek wisdom, not just any worldly wisdom, but to seek wisdom from God. To turn to the Creator, to the one who made us and knows us and loves us. To fear him by bowing before him to discover true wisdom. And if you do find yourself in that situation that that you need God's wisdom. Then James the brother of the Lord gives great encouragement to us. He says if you lack wisdom. Ask God, and he will give it. Over the next few weeks, let's dive in to God's wisdom. There are 40 days in Lent, between now and Easter, not counting the Sundays. There are 31 chapters of Proverbs. So that even gives you a few days in case you get behind to catch up. Let's read through it. Take a chapter a day. Before it, pray, God, give me your wisdom. And who knows what will happen when we submit ourselves to God And discover his wisdom for our lives. Let's ask him to teach us. To show us his wisdom. Let's pray. Lord we praise you that you are the giver of wisdom. We praise you for your infinite wisdom. We pray that you would continue to speak to us. That we would know uh, your wisdom in our lives. That we would walk in your ways. For your praise and glory. Amen.